0: How's it going, everybody? My name is Davey. This is the Give Them Hell podcast. Thank you so much for everybody that listened last week. The whole going to Spotify thing was awesome. It's it's been it's been really, really, really fucking cool. Like not just being able to like hear people's voices or like you know just be more accessible to like people that I talk about this whole thing that I'm doing with. But like, holy shit, like. The feedback has just been fantastic and like you guys have been awesome like again if you come from anchor if you like listen to me on anchor specifically and then like came over to spotify or like if you're spotify exclusive whether you're it doesn't even fucking matter like if you're just listening to this in general thank you so fucking much like like i said and like if there are new listeners out there like if if you don't know who i am like my name's davy like i i'm a coffee professional like that is my job my hobby is doing this like i I know go fucking figure a guy that's doing a fucking podcast like has a real fucking job uh but i understand that like what i'm doing is just a drop in the fucking bucket but being able to do this and being able to like see real world real world results has just been it's been awesome and like i i can't thank everybody enough like this gets more and more fun the more that i do it like i i have an outlet to just talk about bands that i genuinely enjoy and like what, whether you whether you feel like the information is good whether you feel like it's bad like i i'm i'm sorry I, I'm, I'm sorry if you think that it's bad but like i'm i'm trying i'm trying my best um but if you enjoy this and like you're having a good time listening to it like thank you Thank you so fucking much. I had a really, really good time with last week's episode and like, I felt like I got in it under the wire and by the time it was all said and done, I was just like, I'm okay with that minus openly breathing into the microphone. So it's going to sound a little bit different today because I actually went out and spent real person money on a microphone. So we're not actually, it's not just me like... Standing up, walking around my apartment, talking into my phone like I actually bought a microphone and kind of did a little makeshift soundproofing in uh, my gigantic walk in closet that is uh, way too big for my means. Uh, so, hopefully, today sounds better, and hopefully, from here on out, it will continue to sound better and better and better. So, we'll, we'll you know what? We'll, we're gonna cross that bridge when we get there. Bottom line. Thank you so much for everybody that listened last week. The Spotify launch scared the fuck out of me, and it's done nothing but make me like more confident in what I am doing and like want to keep doing this more and more and more. In which I mean, I think I've done a pretty good job at getting it out every week, so I will keep doing it more and more and more and more. Thank you. <laughs> I. I can only say it so many fucking times before I start putting money up for stickers and shit like that before I can actually like give you like a tangible thank you um got that out of the way so this week on do yourself a favor we are talking about one one album that I forgot to talk about last week uh, Pairs uh f- from new orleans uh released their newest album it's self-titled uh it's fucking great if you if you like fat wreck bands if you like pears pears are a great band to listen to if you just they are just god damn it it's basically just mass hysteria put to tape but they're fucking great it's a lot of fun by the time this album comes out or by the by the time this episode excuse me by the time this episode comes out uh i'm doing a little bit of recording earlier uh The Bomb Pops uh, from L.A. will have released their uh, newest album on Fat Wreck as well. And I'm super fucking excited about it. I know for like weeks I have been like just like name dropping them, name dropping them, name dropping them. And for good reason. So like that album will have come out. And then also another Fat Fat Wreck update. Like this is not a Fat Records podcast, uh, but just because of the way that I am on the Internet. Like these are the things that I have seen and if i don't really like i don't go digging too terribly deep all the fucking time um but i should start digging a little bit deeper but one thing that i thought was fun was a uh the polk funk folk punk outfit uh days and days uh d-a-y-s-n-d-a-z-e uh announced that they have been signed to fat Wreck and uh they'll release their newest album show me the blueprints on may 1st uh you know folk punk or i think the band goes under like their trash grass uh if that's right i think that's right so yeah uh they'll be releasing their newest album on may 1st and if you want to dig on them uh they are on spotify and they are readily available if you want to get familiar with the band before they release their newest album um one thing that's not a fat wreck update it, again, I apologize. It's not. It's not every fucking week. It's not every fucking week. But it just seems to be this week for me personally. Um, I actually just had a new band uh, just drop into my lap that I had never fucking heard of. Like, I very, very recently like got back on Facebook, uh, mostly just to fucking promote this because I I publish uh, my podcast under the same name that I have on Facebook. Uh, So it makes me harder to find in the real world Um, But this band, holy shit They're called Radio Hate They're from Sheboygan, Wisconsin Uh, And they are just like really rock solid Street punk and oi, Like in the vein of Coxbar and Oxymoron These guys are so Like I never fucking heard them before Like I was just like, you know Going through like Facebook this morning Like it is my first day off in two weeks So I've been catching up on life Um, I was going through and like they, they had like a video, like promo flyer, uh, saying that they were going to be in Indianapolis this Saturday. And I like put the sound on and I was like, holy shit, this is really, really fucking good. Um, I understand like since the Spotify launch and I have definitely noticed because now I can see a few more like analytics and things like that uh that this is not specifically midwestern uh at this point um so I apologize like if it's in Chicago if it's in Columbus Ohio if it's in Indiana or Kentucky like these are the things that are close to me and we don't get a lot let me have this but also uh this fucking band like that uh, sorry radio hate is like they're on spotify so like it's not like they're unaccessible like if, if you want to listen to this band if you like the like coxbar uh oxymoron uh comparison like please by all means look them up give this band a listen like i mean give them that spotify money that cool fucking pennies and dimes um so that's that's all i have for do yourself a favor today uh so with that said, let's dig into the fucking album. I mean, when I started this fucking episode, I had, I, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew exactly the band that I wanted to talk about. and I knew exactly the album that I wanted to talk about. I did not know that it was going to be so fucking difficult. Like once I fucking started, I was like, no, 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 no. I've been, lis- I've been listening to this band for a long time. Like they're, they're it's this one's gonna be easy this one's gonna be easy and like even if there's not a lot like i got i got enough i got enough to go on like raw emotion and shit like that i did not like i don't know if any anybody listening to this like loves going to like celtic punk sites for like recommendations uh but a celtic punk sites they are not super well built and b celtic punk sites do not have a ton of information on the bands and their reviews are not that long uh it is a lot of orange green and white uh if that's surprising to you then uh grow the fuck up uh but i after just like i was trying to do like my bare bones like just my bare bones outline. like when i started this i was just like I, okay okay i've got the fucking album i know exact i i know where to start nothing after i was done losing my goddamn mind i just said fuck it i reached directly out to the band and they got back to me in ways that i couldn't even imagine and i will get back to that in a second but thanks to, thanks to this band personally we actually ha- i actually have enough fucking information To be able to pull this off and not feel like a total fucking asshole. The album that I'm talking about today is Hoist the Colors from Los Angeles, California's Mourners. It is their third studio album. It was released in 2016 on Hardline Entertainment. And like I said, when they got back to me, the lead singer Josh got back to me. And Josh, and if anybody in Hoist the Colors are listening to this... Thank you so much. I really really hope I don't fuck this up. <laughs> like I'm I'm doing my best. And this is still still very new and it's my first experience like having direct contact with a band and I it was expecting like Instagram answers and I got a full ass Google doc worth of information. So if anything is like cut out or shortened or if I fuck anything up, I apologize. Thank you so much and I'm just really excited to talk about this fucking album. I'm done apologizing. Whatever happens from here on out, we're flying. Alright, so, if you don't know anything about Hoist the Colors, like I said, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Anytime that I really, really talk about this band, I bring them up pretty often. Like probably more often than i do dropkick murphy's or flatfoot 56 or like any of the other like you know what would be considered like main staple uh celtic punk bands especially being in indianapolis so close to chicago like flatfoot 56 and the tossers like they are very 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 easy to like recognize uh so a little bit of background on hoist the colors uh they're an american celtic punk band uh that started in 2008 in los angeles california hoist the color hoist the colors are strongly so strongly rooted in friendship like that is one of the unique things about this band and that is one of the things that josh was saying uh he and uh the acoustic guitar player sean have known each other since they were fucking five and like started their first band together when they were fucking 14 and like, then they went on to do Hoist the Colors with an original lineup, and there were, there were a couple, there were a few people that, like, cycled in and out, uh, which is no big deal, especially, like, when you're starting a fucking band, like, I fucking get it, And somebody that started a fucking band with their fucking twin brother, like, and he and I being the only constant for fucking eight years, that was rough going, but, uh, the people that, uh, josh and sean ended up meeting down the line uh shit man they met when they were fucking 18 at a quote nicer kind of squat uh i get that i totally fucking get that i've been there um but 18 like i couldn't even fucking imagine playing with the people that i played in a band with when i was 18 like now now that i'm fucking 30 years old like it it just It blows my mind and it really really speaks to the testament like of this band and like what it is and like they are such a better band for it and it really shows like if you ever like decide to like look them up on social media or anything like that there is never a me or i it is always an us and a we and i really really love that and i really really respect it and you know not everybody got along at first, like, you know, they, some people pissed on somebody else's mom's car, and it it just, you know, but down the line, everything ended up working out, and, like, it is a true fucking family unit band, and I, I mean, it's a Celtic punk band, like, you see this shit constantly, like, that is one thing that keeps popping up in this genre, very, very specifically, it's just, like, family, like, and I, I think I, I, think I understand. Like, not necessarily like firsthand. Kind of, kind of understand because I've only ever been in like psychobilly and street punk bands. But like, when you have that many people and that many moving parts, like, you, you have to function as a family. Like, playing with my twin brother. Like, I, I could bring up something that happened fucking 14 years ago, in the middle of a fucking like trip up to chicago or something like that and these people who were just our friends would have to deal with us just unpacking our past so i understand that and with these people not like with this band not even being blood and still being connected for so long like it really it's a really really big testament to the band uh but even though the band started in 2008 they didn't release their first album the second city until 2011 because a couple members of the band genuinely had to learn their instruments uh so to learn their instruments and to kind of get a feel for what the band was going to be and to you know more or less just build an audience these guys would do four-hour marathon bar shows like just i couldn't even i nothing nothing i got nothing on that i nope i couldn't especially especially if i was fucking learning an instrument but they would do these four-hour, four-hour marathon bar shows to, to you know, get their sound in as well, and mixing in original, t- original material with uh, all but half of the Pogues catalog and a lot of traditional Irish and bluegrass that you would expect to hear from a band that is eventually going to be on to become this band, like a a, a Celtic punk band, like where I I get it, like y- you, that's that's just a good jumping off point, um so they released the second city in 2011 they released miles to go before we sleep uh after that uh but to get to mourners we'll go back to miles to go before we sleep that that one comes kind of back around uh a little bit later uh, but we do have an album to talk about and we are going to talk about it uh warner's was released in 2016 on hardline entertainment hardline started in 1999 in hermosa beach california the label started as a management company and developed into an independent record label backslash management company this fucking label management company has touched so many bands that i didn't even know bear in mind my only experience with uh hardline entertainment was i ordered authority zero i ordered authority zero's record the breaking point and, uh, it never showed up, and I sent them an email, and they kind of just sent me an email that just said, uh, sucks, so it wasn't a great experience, but that doesn't take away from the fact that, like, I still, lo- I still love this label, like, whoever, whoever might have just been emailing me might have had a bad day I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt, I work in customer service, I get it, not everybody, I couldn't even imagine, like, when your job is taking complaints, um, but the, the amount of fucking bands, and like, I'm not going to say every single one. I can't keep saying as many as I do. I have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> but some of the bands that have been released on Hardline Entertainment have been Authority Zero, Blacklist Royals, uh, The Darlings, Love Equals Death, Orange, Strung Out, HR of Bad News. Or, God damn it. HR of Bad Brains. Sorry, I read my own handwriting wrong. TSOL. And so many other great fucking bands. Like, I have seen so many of those fucking bands and had no idea that they were attached to Hardline Entertainment. Like that, that, that for me, like just that, like little tiny bit. Like it didn't take me a long fucking time to like look up like when, when, when the label started and like some of the albums, bands that they have released. But some of those, some of those are dark horses. Like. Some of those, like, I know are very, very specific to, like, California and, like, haven't gotten a lot of love other than, like, being taken out on a few tours or something like that. Like, the Darlings got taken out with Face to Face. Blacklist Royals are from Nashville. Like, that is a band that, like, a guy that I used to hang out with used to play for when he lived in Nashville and then, like, using, like, everything from everything else, like, became friends with the band. Like, it... That, that one, that one, I... Help me out. Was it Semper Libre that was released on Hardline? Or was it Die Young with me? I didn't get that far, and I didn't think about it until just now. Blacklist Royals are great. If anybody has ever met me in person, uh, my the lower part of my right arm is filled with uh, all the little, like, the Blacklist Blackout uh, playing card pieces uh, from Semper Libre. So that's kind of fun if you're into that whole kind of fucking thing but uh i here's where i usually do the punk news review um but i didn't this week the, a because there is no punk news review on hoist the colors mourners um i we're going to Dying Scene. Like, I, I had a question about Dying Scene. I got an answer about Dying Scene. And honestly, I didn't even look at the Dying Scene review. Uh, because Dying Scene is the website that I actually found out about Miles To Go Before We Sleep, which is the band's second album. And the first time I fucking heard that, I saw, the, or the first time I saw it and heard one song, I was on my break at my very, very first coffee shop in Zinesville, Indiana, and I was dating a girl that I worked with at the cafe, and she was letting me use her laptop while I was on my break just so I could burn a little bit of time. And I always, always go to punk, or go, always go to Dying Scene. Uh, once, once I got a little bit older and Dying Scene started launching, like I was just, this is, it's a perfect fucking website if you want to hear new music or like see what's going on with music that you love. Uh, Hoist the colors miles to go before before we sleep. Like was on the front fucking page and I listened to the single and I was just like I'm so fucking in on this band I I I love this it's so fucking good and I kind of just put it in my back pocket till I got home uh but really quickly before I go on that whole goddamn thing uh I had actually asked like because because Dying Scene was the outlet that I found out about Hoist the Colors I I asked Josh uh what it what it did what it did for them and uh he he was really really he was really sincere he was really upfront he said dying scene has always been really good to uh really good to the band uh it's a really really well-run organization and there's no bias and it helps a ton of bands out and yeah i i couldn't agree more with that statement like the first time i saw like my buddy from Ringer in Bloomington, Indiana, end up on Dying Scene and like Harley Poe from Kokomo, Indiana, end up on Dying Scene like on the front page. I was just like fuck. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. No. That that's great. This is this is great for them. I'm so fucking happy for them. But but thanks to Dying Scene, like and thanks to that whole like oh, hey, like here's your radar and like I put like Celtic Punk and Folk Punk and oi and street punk and all that other stuff like you could pick genres and like do a radar and like build your own quote-unquote taste profile uh so i had built mine and miles to go before we sleep showed up and uh i got home from work that day i listened to that album cover to fucking cover like three or four fucking times like and like bear in mind like this was at a cafe that i worked at that closed at fucking three o'clock and i used to go on this really really big tear of uh, drinking a bottle of whiskey uh with a coke every single day i got off work that might be a big reason why i don't drink liquor anymore uh welcome to the saint patrick's day episode as to why i don't drink as much as i used to uh anyway <laughs> i was listening to that album i was half drunk taking a shit when the sun was going down like scrolling through tumblr and i reached out to the band and i was just like hey I just found you guys, and I just want to thank you, thank you for, like, this album, thank you for this music, like, it, it, I never really go looking that deep for, like, new Celtic punk bands, I, not necessarily, like, trying to stay in my lane, but up, up until this point, I didn't know that it was, like, a whole fucking genre, I was just, like, these bands that I really like are the only bands that really exist, um, before, you know, the internet got a lot more accessible and spotify and everything else uh, before algorithms really started picking up and these motherfuckers not only got back to me they asked me what my address was they sent me a t-shirt two posters one of which is still framed in my apartment uh, it's their old man markley joey cape and hoist the colors opening the show poster uh and a handwritten note and i still i still have all of that shit and from it like i i didn't i didn't pay anything i didn't ask for anything it just got fucking sent to me and when a fucking poster tube showed up on my fucking front door when i got home from work one day i was just i was i was floored and i was like i'm i'm bucking in like i'm so far fucking in and between the time that I got- that I received that, Miles Before We Sleep came out, and Mourners came out, so much happened in my life, and none of it was really that good. But, fucking Hoist the Colors was right fucking there. Like, I don't know if it was the timing of me finding about- finding out about them or anything else, but this band was my fucking co-pilot before I ever adopted my dog. And I, it just, it means, it, music means a lot to me. Um, and it gets, it gets me through a fucking lot. And I'm sorry if I'm one of those assholes. It's just like, yeah, no, music just gets me. Like, no, music doesn't get me fucking bands. Bands do bands, because bands write fucking albums and albums are fucking relatable. Uh, so I was with Miles, Miles to Go Before We Sleep and Second City and not going through the greatest time in my life, and then right as I was, right as I was, I was at my lowest fucking point. I got a DUI, and not too terribly long after that, Hoist the Colors announced Mourners, and what a good fucking album to listen to when you get a DUI, like. I love love the juxtaposition of like, oh yeah, I really, really like Celtic punk, and people are just like, I'll bet you fucking love St. Patrick's Day. I don't love St. Patrick's Day, but I really love this style of music. And a Celtic punk band that I absolutely love released an album while I was on probation, and I raged my dick off to it. That said, thank you for getting me through a really, really hard time. It was a really, really, really great album and still is a really, really great album. But, talking about the actual album, instead of me talking about my personal experiences and me rambling and just screaming for no fucking reason, uh, Mourners is far and wide the band's most personal album, falling on the heels of a lot of empty promises that never came to uh, with the previous album, losing members of the band jobs, as well as dealing with a suicide in a family. Uh, the band decided to go, for complete honesty, uh the quote that I was sent was, you can't write an upbeat album when you're in a dark place. Uh the band looked at mourners as sort of a funeral. You have you you have to mourn before you can heal, which is why the songs are a little bit darker. And yes, the lyric content is a little bit darker, but like these songs still stay like totally fucking upbeat. Like I was talking last week about how like i usually don't love like the back half of the or like the b side of the album and i'm usually more for the front or more for the a side of the album uh this is just a good fucking album like there is not a single song on this album that is worth skipping and for good fucking reason like i didn't understand a little bit of it at first and then like i just like kept listening and listening and listening and listening and then like i had this stupid dope opportunity to be able to talk directly to one of the band members and them tell me exactly what some of them meant and like i did not ask but they are three like three of my favorite songs and they're on the they, they are on the front part of the album uh but like one of my favorite songs called no one lives here anymore is about growing up in the punk scene and seeing everything change to the point where it looks unfamiliar and i never fucking put two and two together like i read those lyrics and i was just like okay okay cool cool but then once i got that explanation it totally fucking makes sense and it's so fucking good uh little rebel little rebel the first song on the fucking album uh i had no fucking idea about uh i i just I I, I I honestly honestly i didn't fucking know what it was uh but it's basically a love letter to the lead singer's late grandfather uh it was the name of uh, his bomber in world war ii uh and i'm I'm really, really big into my grandparents that are still alive. I've got two of them. And I love them. They're my favorites. Um, There will probably be a fucking hiccup in the recording uh, because I got a spam call and uh, I do not have uh, anything that can uh, pause or stop. So I apologize. Thank you for staying tuned. Um but like those those three songs like those are on the front part of the album like it it, they get you they get you in and they fucking keep you in and like that is not to take away from songs like bullseye mariposa stowaway or something more than this i mean i basically just round off the whole fucking album like i told you it was good you should totally fucking listen to it because of that like it is so good it is so honest it is so catchy and I mean it hits any fucking mood like it is just like uh, what's the what's the quote mourners was a culmination of hard times and disappointment but there's redemption in all of that if you can come out the other side relatively unscathed and still together it's I I absolutely agree like I, I I just I cannot recommend this album highly enough, and like it's totally worth listening to, it's streaming fucking everywhere uh, but because I'm also like a huge fucking fanboy uh, one of the questions that I was able to swing in there was, uh, what was it like touring with Dropkick Murphys and Flyfoot 56 and uh, as somebody that is fucking horrible with uh, being in um in the presence of people that they love and respect uh so i got just a just a little bit of rundown i i wasn't going to talk about it uh but i you know what for an independent band touring with dropkick murphy's dropkick murphy's like they're a machine like everything is precise everything is perfect and albar and king casey were super fucking sick when they went out on tour with them and they still stayed outside it like stayed stayed outside and like shook hands and took pictures with everybody until the venue was empty and like you know how it's always just like hey don't meet your fucking heroes um that was that that was that was great to read because I was just like ah, yes awesome awesome that makes me so happy and they also they also pinned it as a huge learning experience which I mean if you're an independent band on that caliber of tour I get it I totally fucking get it uh, and then i asked about Flatfoot 56 just because like coming up in indianapolis flat 56 has always been very 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 present um and for I, I, the people that used to book the all ages shows in indianapolis are uh since they've since retired and some other people have taken over but like Flatfoot 56 was like, they were a constant like it was the like they just had a really really great relationship especially when of 56 was coming up um and they said they met through festivals and then they decided to do a run on the road and they've become extended family like to the band which just come to fucking Chicago like please please come to Chicago um yeah, they're also huge sports fans, just like just like all the guys from Voice the Colors. So, I mean, any any of that common ground that's always fun. I'm sorry, that was uh, just just a little little bit. Uh, not not crazy. I didn't want to like take uh, some some of the information I got was just for me. Okay, okay, there we go. We're all we're all in agreement. Okay, that one was for me. Um, I told you a little bit though. I told you a little bit. You get you you got a little bit. Anyway um this episode couldn't have been released at a better time like i know that i keep saying like oh yeah it's my saint patrick's day episode and uh we're you know this is like on the ramp up and stuff like that uh because i i'm i'm releasing before saint patrick's day uh but when i was asking josh all these questions uh i also got news that uh the hoist the colors will be releasing a new video. on dying scene probably in a few weeks. So that is totally something worth staying tuned for. Um I cannot say enough good things about this album. They there this this album has gotten like this album, this band have gotten me through like some really, really fucking hard times. And like now that now that I feel like I'm on like a personal upswing, uh it is so great to have this band and like be able to like connect like good fucking memories like with these songs with these lyrics and continue to listen to them and still get just as fucking excited like I'll go a few months I will go like I shit I think I've gone like a year or something like that without like listening to one of their albums and then like every single time I come back to it it's, you know, it hasn't been a fucking year uh, but every single time I fucking come back to it it is still just as much fucking fun to listen to I love it Mourners is such a good fucking album, the album art is great, the lyrics are fantastic, the guys in this band are so fucking nice, like, if you have the opportunity, if this gets a little bit wider spread, like, please. Please go see this fucking band if you see them anywhere near you I know that they like I know that they've been playing with flatfoot like going down going down to uh, Florida and stuff like that So if you have the opportunity to like see this band that is not in LA Please take the opportunity to do so and if you do please fucking let me know how it was until I get my fucking chance uh, That's all I'm gonna do for today <laughs> Again, I'm sorry for the hiccup in the audio um I hope it didn't mess everything up. I'm going to go back and listen to it. If it did mess everything up, I'll just I'll just re-record it. It's not a big deal. But, like I always say, I'm here. I'm available. Thank you for listening. Give them hell. Thank you so much for listening to my episode today. I really, really fucking appreciate it. This was really really stressful at first and then it wasn't and I'm really really grateful for all that, all the help that I got from Hoist the Colors as a band thank you guys it, again if you're listening I really 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 fucking appreciate it Um I've been really nervous about this and uh, like I said I hope the audio didn't uh, fuck everything up uh, when I got that call from a fucking spam so uh we'll see what happens and uh if i if i publish it if i feel like it didn't fuck everything up wholeheartedly um we'll see so just uh stay tuned uh next week i am thinking about doing a ska album like ska rock steady. we'll see i haven't done one i haven't done one yet i haven't done one yet show show a little bit of diversity We're not going to New Jersey. We're not talking about Street Lay Manifesto. Calm the fuck down. Uh, But yeah, stick around. As always, I'm here. I'm available. Thank you so much. Give them out.